0: Thanks for tuning in sports fans, my name is Fry, welcome to the Sports by Fry podcast channel, uh, another Sunday means it's time to sit down with JLo. plenty to talk about this week and uh, you are definitely uh, up and about after what happened on a Thursday evening. I'm just trying to remember what Thursday evening was. It's the draft mate. Oh of course. Come on, yep, get um, you in my game.
1: Yep, very excited about uh, grabbing possibly the best player in the draft, uh, injury pending. Yeah. Yep. Um, Great risk to take, obviously, if anyone doesn't know, we're talking about the Nuggets grabbing Michael Porter Jr. at 14 in the NBA draft. Yeah, I don't know he how slipped. he slips so though. low. I know. Like, well, sure. Sorry, let me rephrase that. I do know yeah. how he slips so low, but I don't think he should have. Surely, obviously. if you were the Clippers, you take a flyer on him at 13 because you have your two picks. Pick one solid one, one absolute risky flyer, which who'd they pick in, in the end anyway? They ended up getting
0: two point guards. They got, because they swapped with... The, um, Hornet, so yeah. they got Shai Gilgis, and they
1: also got. Sort of I think his point name point is Jerome
0: out. Robinson. Yeah,
1: yeah, they're both point. Like, I guess I guess Shai is playmakers. It, I guess um, Shay it's Shay, isn't it? Gilgis? I don't know. I think it's Shay gilgis Alexander. Yeah, he's. I guess he's a flyer. He's probably about the biggest flyer there was in the in the lottery. In all honesty, other than but if Michael Porter's available at thirteen, you take him, don't you? Yeah. Anyway, before we dig into too much to
0: do with the NBA draft. Um, yeah, uh, apologies for Thursday. We didn't get our trade video up. Yeah. Um, we're going to dig into our AFL fantasy teams as well in a little bit. But uh, yeah, mine, had, I had an absolute shithouse weekend. Might be my worst uh, fantasy week ever. ever. Ever? Yeah, Look, to be honest, it might have been. Um, it was that bad. But yeah, things are, things are looking okay um, moving forwards now that we've finally got our 22 back. Um, you had a bit of a better weekend than myself, didn't you?
1: Yeah, pretty solid on the gun. Couple of underperformers, but it was it was either everyone did great or shit. There was no in between. So I, well, I, did I had everyone to... in between, no greats, yeah. and just all shit. Yeah, I managed to scrape to a, a respectable score, so uh, not unhappy with that. Last week was always going to be my bad week. But yeah, okay. we're through the buys now. Thank, thank the Lord, God. Yeah, Lord I think uh, it'll be very interesting to see what
0: happens the next. Uh, Next couple of weeks, it'll dictate who my trade targets are. Not just fantasy-wise, but um, competition's starting to heat up. Schedules
1: Gary, schedules are looking really interesting as well over yeah, the coming weeks. Yeah, because
0: we've had a look. It's tough to determine who's run home's the easiest from here on out because yeah. there is still a bit of flux in the middle of the ladder. Mm.
1: Um, but yeah, it's starting, Collingwood in the top four It stands yeah. right now. For mine, that real bubble team. What, what Melbourne did five weeks ago is kind of what... Collingwood's doing now. You look at the quality on that list. I mean, it's coming together. But is that the feel you get around Collingwood? They're not a top four team. Oh, I Surely. don't think they're a top
0: four team, but I think they're you know they'll probably finish in a six seven range. It wouldn't wow. surprise me, really. Yeah.
1: Okay. yeah, they're a good team. They're a, I You know what? I I seriously I would rank them maybe eighth. If they're lucky yeah, like, right. I'm still not totally sold on them Just with the pieces they've got Still a bit too young in areas um, But yeah it's a, It is a really interesting time in the we'll area, dig bro. into
0: them a little bit more um, Might even touch a bit on the World Cup Rude not to That's uh, firing on all cylinders right now We aren't the world's biggest soccer fans, but it's something that when the World Cup's on, you've got to kind of just have it on in the
1: background. I or... am the world's biggest soccer fan for one month every four years. So let's fucking go Lukaku. Let's get up Cristiano. Town Australia. I'm, I'm, I'm up and about. Yeah, well you've, you've definitely up. got the, uh, the passion side uh, coming well, both of us. <laughs> I know a couple of couple of people's names in the teams now, so I'm really getting there. By it's the more end than of this I just... I'll have the whole thing sorted out. Yeah, just in time
0: to uh, forget about it for four years. Four years, and then I'll have to learn a whole new crop of players. That's the reason I barely time. barely pay attention to it. To be honest, I mean, I I consume it, but I uh, yeah, I'm not the big, world's biggest fan. But all right, that's uh, roughly what we're going to cover on the sit down. So let's start with the biggest news, um, and that is easily, I think, the draft. So we touched on the fact that Michael Porter ended up sliding to number fourteen, which was pretty blasphemous. The biggest. Probably story from the draft, which, let's be honest, didn't have as much, uh, you know, as many blockbuster trades as we maybe thought there was. There was a lot of rumours around everyone from really pick two to pick seven around Mm -hmm. who was going to move around. I did call uh, on my, when I did my video, I think it was the day before, I called that it would be all smoke and mirrors, but there was one major move. Uh, The Hawks traded pick three for Dallas's pick five. I think. The future first they also got in that deal is next year, but it's pretty heavily protected. Mm. Um, I'd have to dig into the exact protection rights, but yeah, it saw Atlanta get Trey Young. They'd been pretty high on Trey Young for
1: ages; yeah. um, it wasn't anyone's secret. But they gave up Donkic. Did and, they give anything else up in that? No, nah, it, it was, was simply seems a funny choice by them. Then it seemed just yeah. not use their third pick. I agree. On the player they wanted, yeah, I, for the sake of moving down to they
0: would obviously. They knew that Memphis and Dallas wanted Doncic, yeah. So they were just like, "All right, well, let's take Doncic and then just auction him off."
1: Yeah, it just doesn't. But make you're a, right; it I'll seems Just a bit, take the bloke you wanted. Like, I understand. Yeah, did they okay. maybe
0: think that they could get someone? Well, they it obviously makes no sense to me. I, I don't yeah. think it makes sense. They're able to get another asset. they be like, "All right, Memphis and Dallas, what's your best offer for us?" And obviously, Memphis is like, "No." Nah we're not doing it yeah. Dallas then is like alright well you can have another future first pick from so they did get and a future take first through. pick that's
1: what I said I don't know what the protection is on it oh sorry I didn't uh, sorry I didn't hear that for some reason I thought it was just a straight swap my bad no yeah no. okay that which literally makes, makes sense. no sense so yeah well, they got right. Dallas's that's future right. first yeah okay that's what, that's right. what I, thought I said happened. I'm not sure if it's next year or not nah I don't know why I didn't hear that my bad
0: sorry Like wake Things up turned off. come on mate I know you're uh, infatuated with Michael Porter Jr., but there was some other stuff that happened in the draft that is uh, relevant. So You've never been a massive, um, massive fan for Doncic, have you?
1: Um, I just think, uh, yeah, it's tough. It's so tough to pick these European players. I think at three or whatever he yeah, was, yeah. essentially went, five plus some assets, I think it's like a big risk. In this draft, like... There's so much quality around mm. you, you can make a really safe pick And like While people think Don kicch is great He's 6'7 Is he? 6'7 mm-hmm. Not particularly athletic Nice stroke Nice court vision Not going to be a great defender In the league Which is like Becoming more and more Vitally important Like at least yeah, you, but... You've got a team defence I just am not 100% sold on him At 5 though Not the worst pick um, Essentially at 5 You know Yep um worth a flyer. But yeah, I think um I'm not not super high on him just because of the lack of athleticism I yeah, think okay. is a is very dangerous in this. I just this think NBA, considering
0: yeah. his the level of poise and like the way that he plays is just so like he doesn't necessarily need his athleticism to succeed. Mm. Obviously athleticism is a big key in a lot of young guys, but He's, at 19, just the poise that he's got, the way that he plays, he's such a good passer. Can you think
1: of another example of someone who's very similar to Doncic succeeding? Um, Well, that's the thing, is he's kind of, like,
0: he's not... I'm trying to think of another dude who's as tall as him but as good a passer. Yeah. He's
1: like a non-athletic version of LeBron, honestly. Well, but see, that's the problem. That's the thing that scares me. Like, there's no real precedence for what he is, so, like... That, that's the thing. Is he's a one of a kind talent. Like we've never yep. seen something like he's, this. He's one of a kind, but we don't know how he's going to translate. Like if he was shot, sure. if he was kind of a Ben Simmons. Well, that's the reason that he wasn't taken like first or second. I yeah. think is because everyone's just like uh, there's a, that bit
0: of skepticism, yeah. which look it's warranted. There's also there's always. Doubts around
1: these young dudes Especially are the they, Europeans I'm coming str- over But I, I'm still very high on him I'm, Yeah look I think he'll probably be a great player In all honesty Like there's been that much attention on him Like surely they know the, the things that are going to be his downfall And they'll work on it work I guess him going it. to Dallas is Like if he had yeah. gone somewhere else I might not be
0: as bullish on the fact that oh, Now I think he's going to be a superstar But Dallas plays two point guards quite regularly Yeah and I think, yeah, I just think he's built to succeed in that kind of
1: system. Can you, I'm got. still struggling to think of someone who's succeeding really well in the NBA right now who's not particularly athletic Can you at, at sort of like a three one-to-three position. Something to think about over the rest of the podcast because that's what worries me. That's why I'm worried about Donkic. It's that lack of athleticism at the one through three, which yeah. are the positions you'll play because yeah, if they yeah, go slowly, you'll play the three. Harrison Barnes will move to the four. Yeah, he won't be playing any any four. Well, oh, you know, he well, might pinch it, but you're right. He will play one to but three. But, like, like, does he have the uh, the strength to guard guys at the three and the athleticism to cover these quicker twos, you know? And that's where I'm a little worried about. I think he'll be Oh, get really... look, I think that he's enough of an
0: athlete. Like, I don't think he's a house athlete. I just, It's not his... His other
1: traits are so much better. I think he's fine athletically. I guess he's like maybe say a similar task, right? to a James Harden, actually. Yeah, in a way, well, which it, hopefully he turns out to be the, the James Harden. But I can. Well, see that's it his going... comp.
0: That's his like his super
1: comp. He's yeah. Like, if everything goes according to plan, he's James Harden. Yeah, yeah, worth a worth a risk for the Hawks who've got you know they've got a few years to build through the draft. Well, anyway, he's to... let's be honest. Oh, yeah. sorry, not the Hawks. The the Mavs. Like they're not looking to win right away. Although yeah. they might just be able to Dallas. Maybe. Yeah, well they're talking about Depending what these guys are they're talking about potentially they're like, well, Alright,
0: well now we've got him, let's mm. let's go for it. Let's try and make a player Boogie, let's see what oh. we can get.
1: Oh. Can we just stay away from Boogie as a as a like a future building block? It scares me too much. You're not a fan of him either, mate. Oh, I like I like Boogie as a player, what he has to offer, but just what he does to a locker room scares me. That and bit. he's coming off Arguably the worst Type of injury In an Achilles Yeah And also He's gonna be with Fucking Mark Cuban Like the one owner With the With Who's got like The biggest personality It worries me Anyway if we'll move on. From I don't the think there's We're any. Bit bogged down, there's
0: but... not anywhere that uh, Boogie can go that's not going to uh, raise a couple of eyebrows after his. Contr- like it'll, he'll demand a lot of money and he will get a lot of money. And the yeah, Mavs are coming be... off his injury. Um, that worries me. Yeah, it worries me big time. But the Mavs will be a very intriguing. Yeah, all sure. of a sudden, everyone, it seems like, a lot of teams emerged out of the draft, and they're like, oh, I actually really like their young core. Like, mm. Phoenix looks pretty cool now.
1: Yeah. Dallas looks good. Atlanta's well, that'll happen cool when, shooters. That'll happen to these. These same teams have been up the top 10 of the draft for the last, like, five years. Yeah. So that'll happen. Like, there will oh, be no. some awesome, wicked little cores. Awesome, wicked little cores. Anyway. Moving on. Fuck the Mavs. Um, the Nuggets got Michael Porter. That's yeah,
0: Nugget. so... Just reading now. Let's just touch on a little bit about the nugs. Well, let's um, touch on the Cavs first, mate. They were, we'll were touching them try first. Out. Yeah, we're we'll on to them. So yeah, after uh, a couple of picks later, after this whole Trey Young Doncic uh, saga, the Cavs took Colin Sexton at um, pick number eight. I was a little bit, <laughs> a little bit um, bummed that we didn't get Michael Porter. Mm. I would have wanted him there as well. But I think considering our team and what situation we're in with the whole yeah. LeBron. Um, fiasco.
1: I think it was the smartest move to take um, Colin Sexton. I think so. I, th- I don't think the Cavs could afford to take a fly with this number mm-hmm. eight because of LeBron and, and like, because they've got Kevin Love. It'd be really interesting if LeBron leaves and they just they ship Kevin Love out, which I know they've said they won't. Yeah. But let's be honest, if LeBron goes, nothing's off the table. Yeah, It'd true. be awesome to see them build around Sexton and... Well, Lord. I'd
0: like to see them keep Love and Sexton together and see... Well, yeah. You know, what they might... I Actually, have no idea. Let me, I'll get this up just quickly. I don't think we've got a lot of them, but our, um,
1: our draft picks, I know that we gave up a first to Atlanta. I'm pretty sure it's next year. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, my understanding is you're pretty, uh, pretty tied up for the next couple of years. And that, look, that was always going to happen. As soon as LeBron left, I was yeah.
0: like, well... Oh, sorry, as soon
1: as LeBron came back, I was like, well, we're going to kind of mortgage our future to... yeah. Yep. Try again Ron will do that to a team Won't he Just while we're looking this up What do you think of uh, The Bulls Taking Wendell Carter Jr At I don't seven? mind it Is it a reach though
0: No nah, That's where he's so.
1: projected to go
0: Okay, I said that I think He'll drop a little bit But he's just a Everyone's comparing him to Al Horford because they're like he doesn't have any glaring weaknesses. Jaron
1: Jackson's still on the board then, or not? No,
0: no, he went to Memphis at four. Okay, right. Um, which is a bit of an interesting pick for mine. I, I think it's a it's a
1: really nice, solid pick. Though. Well,
0: I think it's smart because they can now be like, all right, let's see if we can get Gasol and Conley healthy, and if mm. not, we can just trade them for future picks. And Jackson's probably still got another two years before he's like a, a starter and yeah.
1: like a. Not a polished product, but, you know, he needs some time. So, yeah, not a bad call. Cool. Um, Jaron Jackson just quickly strikes me of, as he doing this, a similar thing to what Noah they did just before the draft. Yeah. Shooting up, and then you're just like, oh, actually, who is this bloke? You well, know?
0: that's what I've always been concerned about, yeah. is his, the height of his ceiling. Anyway, the Cavs have got their protected... It's protected top 10 um, next year, but if it's 11 to 30, it goes to Atlanta. Okay. So well, LeBron leaves, I yes. don't, you know. That's interesting, because there's a lot of teams
1: in the East shooting up. But, yeah, I think Sexton was a smart play. Very smart. I, I enjoy that. And, like, toughness. As I part. read something... I that's, sorry, sorry. sorry. I think that's what you need if you're a smaller market team. Yeah. You need these high-character, tough dudes who are, like, willing to take a beating and, like, hang it all out there for the team that took a chance on them. Yeah. And okay. that really seems like what Sexton's, you know, his character is like, particularly looking at that... That fucking game, excuse my French again, yeah, that game that they had, like, four players left and they still nearly won, or three players on the, yeah, on the court. three like, versus five. That's the guy you want on your team. I really like that. That's
0: Sexton. why I've like, always been, like, not disappointed that we missed Porter, but I was like, oh, yep, we got Colin Sexton. Yeah, that's right. who I wanted us to get if... Because I, I did my... How every team should pick um, in the lottery. And for the Cavs, I said they should take Colin Sexton. Mm. But that was with me assuming Porter... Went I there. yeah, But yeah, I wasn't uh, disappointed And yeah, like we've said You scoring uh, Michael Porter is uh, Could potentially
1: change the uh, Nuggets franchise I honestly Seriously. think that it's that big a, uh, big a deal I've been watching him a lot lately I, I didn't have a whole lot to do with him pre-draft Like I I knew who he was I understand his potential But I, I obviously haven't got to see him play much And much less heard him speak But the way he carries himself I'm really excited about Yeah, you know, like Looks like he really wants to pay the Nuggets off for drafting him high. Well-spoken, seems like a classy guy, hard worker. So if there's anyone who can get back from this, it seems like him. And, you know, the Nuggets have an awesome training staff and really good consultants coming in as well, like Steve Hess, who used to be their trainer, now just consults for them on the side. So I think if there's, other than Phoenix, if there's one training staff who can get this going, hopefully it's, the Nuggets. And look, he, you guys are at the position where, because you've got so many young dudes, you can just be like, all right, just take the year off. Like, we're not going to win the chip right. next year. I know. Yeah. Um, so. We've got Wilson Chandler at the three. We can play, and then he can just slowly transition in.
0: It's well, going to be. speaking of, Willie Chandler literally today just picked up his option for the 18-19 season, no which is no. a nice 12 mil. Um So that's. That's no surprise Yesterday Mello also picked up his option A little bit more 27.9 mil So, yeah. Although I did read a couple of tweets And a couple of theories To say that, that now he's a buyout candidate yeah. Thunder might just be like no nah. But I also read something this morning Let's be honest I read, I read something like this Around these type of players twice a day But yeah. they were saying What if Paul George was just like You know what actually I will go back to the Thunder I didn't mind it there Like we can build something there That would just screw up LeBron being
1: like, yep, I'm bringing everyone to the Lakers, let's go. Well, at least LeBron knows Kawhi's going there next year. Yeah. So, I I don't think LeBron will worry too much about that. I think LeBron (laughs) might even maybe sign for one more year in Cleveland and then go next year. Yeah, could happen. That seems like the play for me. If if I'm LeBron, see what I can do with these Cubs one more time, you never know. Might get some good little players. Sexton might be that that ball handler, the second ball handler you've needed. Yeah. And then in 2019, if it all goes to shit, just go and join the best defender in the league. Could work. The bloke you you finally don't have to go up against in the finals. I don't really want to see Kawhi and LeBron join teams because they're kind of...
0: Not the same position, but like... I well, think I they would complement
1: each other, really. Yeah, good. I
0: know. You could play either one at the three or the four, and then does, it doesn't I th- really matter because LeBron's a bit of a positionless player. LeBron will play Yeah, I, I don't one. know. I f- I'd rather... The traditionalist in me would rather
1: see, like, a a superstar wing pair up with a superstar guard. I would big man, you know what I mean? For the first time, I'd love to see two, like, legendary wings do it. Like, see what... Like, see if that could be the new... Well, Michael and Scotty kind of... Well, yeah, I guess so. To an an extent. Yeah, but it's almost switched into the 3-4 instead of the 2-3. Yeah, yeah. It'd be really interesting to see just two pillars and, like, a bunch of role players. Win it, would, I would love to see that, especially in Lake, Lakeland. This time next week, uh, free agency will have tipped off. We'll be yeah. in July the 1st, so
0: I'm sure there'll be uh, lots to talk about uh, by then. But if you had to uh, put predictions on where you think uh, LeBron and... Let's say Durant's not gone anywhere, because he's yeah. one of the other top agents, but he um, will obviously... Whether he opts in or resigns with the Warriors, there's no way to Interesting if, if he was like, I've kind of done what I need to do now. Well, next year... Like everyone's thinking he's gonna take up his player option. He would have won three in a row then. And then mm. next year he'd be like, All right, maybe I should just go to the, the Knicks apparently he's in uh Really room or two. But yeah, he's not going anywhere. Um, he could go to, he could go to San Antonio. Could do. Back, what about Back
1: to, is that his home state? Is he Texas? I have no he idea. He played for Texas. Anyway, he's
0: cool. not going anywhere this offseason, so that's what I'm focused on. Um, obviously, with LeBron's uh, <laughs> decision two point oh really uh, hamstringing my entire franchise. But if you had to had to guess, as of right now, where do you think LeBron will land uh, to go next year?
1: Uh, next year, I mean, all this school stuff in LA is interesting, but um, I think he might just stay. One more year. Yeah, I think okay. what we sort of discussed earlier might come to fruition. Could happen. Might as well just sign one more year. I think it's yeah. either the Cavs or the Lakers. I don't think there's anything else, really, that's
0: up in the air. It'd be but very
1: yeah. interesting to see him go to the Spurs, though. Yeah, I agree.
0: Um, what about Boogie? Where do you reckon he'll uh, touch down? Do you reckon... Because apparently the Pels are keen on bringing him back. Yeah, I
1: think they'll bring him back. Because they'll sense. offer him more money. It's a pretty interesting duo. Like, what they... You know, that front line is dangerous, so... I would. Uh, There's nothing probably. like it in the NBA Imagine if they were just able to roll it back That'd be pretty scary I'd love to see him go for one more Whether they do or not It's really hard to tell with Boogie He's always been one who I've found really tough to gauge yeah, like, His movements Because like, he is so sporadic And like unpredictable yeah. in everything he does So, um, If I had to guess It would be there Paul but, George? Oh man <laughs> probably, probably Lakers I think so as yeah. well Chris yeah, Paul, Houston, stay. surely. Yeah, he'll stay. And then there's a couple of
0: restricteds that are interesting. Yeah, Cappella will be really
1: interesting. Cameron Aaron Forden.
0: Gordon, Julius Randle, Marcus Smart. There's some dudes that are going to get paid. So yeah, yeah free agency is going to be very, very interesting indeed.
1: I don't think uh, the Cavs and the Nuggets have any money to spend though. No, so None at all. Nuggets are struggling to re-sign all their players at the moment because they know they just had Gary. Jokic is this year. Jamal Murray is next year. And they like they know that Jamal's gonna want money. So yeah. I think that they're, they're just they're deciding they're trying to decide whether they should sign Jokic's extension, make him a restricted in two years, yeah. or if they should wait this year and sign a max for five years. Mm. And I even I think they were saying that Jokic's, Jokic's agent has even said to the Nuggets, do the smart thing, wait and just sign the five years. Because he's pretty like obviously he loves Denver. So. Yeah. It's really interesting. I, I'm feeling. I was going to say under I, the pump, to be honest. I yeah,
0: think. it's an interesting time, I guess, for them. But I don't, surely Yolk seems like the type of dude that doesn't really want to up and
1: join another squad. Like you never know, though. You, you never do. Know. You do never know. And like I, when there's when there's like tens of millions of dollars on, and like you're that's never you never assured that you won't do a knee next year. That's something we've got to take in, you take into account. That I kind of gloss
0: over, but you know <laughs> the extra five or eight mil. Do, <laughs> Like, a it's year a it does matter.
1: I guess some some if you're LeBron at this point, it probably matters less. But if you're one of these guys coming off your rookie contract... it's true. ...you need, to, you need that big hit. Mm-hmm. So, I guess that... The Nuggets being able to offer him more is a benefit, but who knows. We'll... It'll be very interesting.
0: Yeah. The, uh, obviously, my team's uh, free agents are very, very uh, headlining this year. In the uh, West Coast Eagles camp, there's a lot of free agents oh, yeah. that are uh, kind of dictating things. The Coasters... Have no, just had a couple of couple of sketchy weeks. Not that I think it's anything to worry about. Not really. But, um, yeah, back-to-back
1: Ls after, what was it, like 10 straight wins Ten or something? 10 straight wins. Well, you know, those have come with no darling, and we've been missing a few other blokes like Kennedy last Chewy. week. Shuey's still working his way back. It'll be very interesting to see how uh, you boys go against the Crows this week. Yeah, so uh, it is a really intriguing match. See if the Crows can turn it around and see if we can turn it around. I think... Uh, was it Sydney last week or was it the Dons this week, Sydney last week, wasn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah, that's right. I mean, I think even the Dons, both the Sydney and the Dons games felt like we were on top. We just couldn't put it on the scoreboard, yeah. um, which is obviously where Darling and Kennedy come in. So yeah. once those guys are back, I'm seriously not worried. I'm still, I still am optimistic that perhaps we can have a premiership this year. Yeah, apparently um, um, Lekker... Busted his wrist, and the ch- two
0: choices are he has surgery. Don't know how long it'll rule him out for, or he plays hurt for the rest of the year. So that's interesting.
1: A you would, you would almost, bummer. I almost think Lekker might play hurt and then call it a yeah. career. It yeah. might be worth doing, um, but we'll yeah. just see. We'll see what happens with these guys. There's it, still we've had the eight debutants, or maybe even nine at this point. Um, we're looking good. I'm pretty happy with where we're at. But yeah, those free when you get agents, the forwards back, it'll be interesting. But yeah. yeah, the
0: free agents is just something. I wrote an article about it. I think before the buyers, halfway through the year, mm. just just tracking them. And, um, and yeah, all of a sudden, starting to get towards that type of year, uh, that yeah. time of year, you know, towards the end of the we're over the halfway hump now.
1: We're probably what two thirds roughly through the year. Yeah, and it's really hard to it's really hard to guess with AFL free agents mm. like. The randomest shit will happen Like you'll be on a Premiership winning side Or a grand final side And then you decide to go To the fucking Demons Yeah Or something You know like Anything Gaff could end up Going to fucking Carlton St. Kilda mate You know Well it. that's right You've caught called... That's been in the mix For like a couple of years even, Yeah that's know? what's been rumoured Although the Saints Have always had money To throw at big free agents Well out. now that they've I think
0: We even mentioned this A few weeks ago Now that like Montagna And Rewald are off the books You wonder if they've just Got a bit of Salary to throw around but Yeah Yeah it would be but very interesting To see how the coasters Go in the next uh, Couple of weeks Because you got um, The Crows away Then the Giants
1: And then uh, The Pies At the MCG mm. So A com- couple we go, of weeks it would be very interesting We need at least One win there Yeah um, But I You know If we could win Two or three of those Then all of a sudden It's like Oh no nah, You guys are fine Like And we will be fine we, we pretty We've set ourselves up Pretty nicely For a top four finish yeah. Whether it happens or not Obviously remains to be seen, but I can't see a lot of opposition coming from the teams directly under them. The next fortnight will be very telling because mm. there's, you know,
0: like we've said, a lot of those teams who are in the middle middle of the pack, um, you know, a costly loss to I don't know, like a Fremantle or an Essendon or something like that could just see
1: Collingwood or Melbourne or someone like that which, fall out of the race. Which so. of those teams that are currently in the top eight do you see falling out? To Greater Western gets back in, don't they? Sure, with know. Kelly back, and you know, like I think they're, yeah, they're just about to lose Cameron for probably a month. Oh, that's true. What a fucking idiot that! Yeah. Head, what that bloke is. Although I was sort of watching the, the commentary of it, and they were saying he kind of was turning. Does, to does it seem a bit body. accidental? Yeah, but you've got to know what you're fucking doing. You're you're an adult man.
0: Oh, he's know? he's totally um, liable for his actions, and we'll he pro- should, he'll he get, get he'll get five, I reckon. Well, well maybe that's even what more.
1: Barrett reckons. A lot of the footy show blokes are saying three. It'll be well, It's going to be three to five, isn't it? Yeah, probably. So, well, around a month. I, hope I he, think I so. hope he gets five. Because it's think... just a fucking stupid thing to do. Well, like... Just like that McLean kick last year, which he got off for, yeah. which was ridiculous. You know what you're doing. and Like, you've been what? doing McLe- this... Which McLean? Um, Toby. No, not McLean. Fucking... The Green. Toby Green. Sorry. To, not Toby McLean. Toby what did Green. He kicked the Bulldogs player. That's why. did he headbutt him or something? Nah, he stuck his foot out. Straight Oh, that's out, right. into In Caleb Daniel, wasn't it? Probably a small yeah, bloke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. If I'm it's Toby out. Green doing it, it's probably a small bloke. But, <laughs> yeah, that's a good boy. Um, Yeah, you, you know what you're doing. Like... People are saying, "Oh, it's accidental. He was bracing, but like you, no. you, you don't brace with your elbow. You brace with your shoulder. He like, he led with his forearm, yeah. not even his elbow. Well, so. yeah, well that's what I meant, sort of forearm yeah, yeah. elbow. You, you if you're going to brace, you oh, turn, nice. in, you go smaller, and you brace into yeah. it your shoulder, which is a much lower impact. Obviously, he should go for five, if not longer. But yeah, um, I, can, I still think they'll come back in. I think the best player in the league's come back in for them. Yeah, um, so." Yeah, who of these blokes? Is it Port that you see or no.
0: maybe Melbourne? Easily North Melbourne.
1: I've North never Melbourne. been a believer of it.
0: i tipped them to win the spoon, so... Did you really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Considering they're in the eight. I kind of um, like what their mid-level midfielders are giving them. Yeah, but that's their top-level midfielders. They don't have any top-level midfielders. Like The mid-level players are their best of, you know what I mean? Like yeah, I know. Exactly. Everyone, like if you're looking across the board, like, got i take it Sean Higgins and probably Ben Cunnington. Yeah, I like, Cunnington. And Jack Siebel's pretty good, but you don't consider any of those type of dudes as
1: like, oh, they're superstars of the competition. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. I just still like, I think I... That's still why I... What, yeah, I think that's I like I what I'm... Yeah, low. yeah I, I totally see why you might think that. But what that's shown me, I actually think they'll... I reckon they'll hold on to that spot, the eighth spot. Yeah, it'd be they, interesting. It'd yeah. be...
0: Pretty cool that They is, seem like
1: right? a really fun team to watch come finals. Like if they snuck their way in, hmm. what they can do defensively to teams would make it really Yeah, I think defensively, I wrote about them a couple of weeks ago. Um,
0: defensively, they've been awesome. So, yeah, yeah, we're in for a very interesting couple of weeks, I think, um, from an AFL literal perspective and from an AFL fantasy perspective because mm. there's a couple of serious superstars that I've, Last week, I said I was going to trade in a superstar, but okay. this week, I might just do a little bit of restructuring, ready to uh, load up the following week, because, yeah, God, I had an absolute stinker. Mm. I scored, uh, for those that haven't heard, thirteen seventy one. Well, that's what I, had I didn't even I didn't even know the numbers went that low. Oh, I had it last week, so I could have told you. What, so. did you ha- what did you have last week? It would have been about bang on. Okay, yeah. yeah. Right. Probably just under. But do you know what's quite shocking is according to, uh, I mean these rankings might update, but I think they're pretty accurate. According to uh, AFLfantasy.com, I scored, well, my score was the 40,000th worst of the weekend mm-hmm. and there's 138,000 fantasy coaches. So that means like nearly
1: 100,000 other people scored under 1370. You, you feel like a, uh, like you've been poor saying. Poor bastards. Yeah, <laughs> poor bastards. But you've been saying it a lot. You've. You like during the buys. During the buys is when a lot of people start to fall off. So yep. there's probably a lot of just unmanaged teams that. Rolled below you. Probably Absolutely. 50, or something There'll be...
0: There. You, you You watch. You're, rate, you're ranked like what? Somewhere almost back 60, in the middle?
1: 60,000. Yeah,
0: you watch. Your ranking will half within the next month yeah. easily, I reckon. Well, because also it's, because a, I
1: have made a very good football team. Uh, true. Fantasy-wise, thanks, Alex. It's, it's so, a bit yeah, to my management skill
0: as well. Before we dig into just your successful team, let me just uh, touch on mine very quickly. Didn't have a... I traded in Steph Martin, which wasn't great. Mm. Let me That'll down a little around. bit. Uh, and then... Whitfield was good with his 90, but uh, who else did I bring in? Wingard as well sucked a little bit. Mm. So there was a lot of 70s and a lot of uh, 60s, the large fries and coke, and then none of my rookies really fired. So, yeah, that's kind of where I fell down. But Mm. this week, I think, after my trades this week, I'll only have three rookies on my field, and one of them is Fritch, so he's almost not really in the conversation. And so I've gone from... Six rookies on my field at the start of the buys to three now, and I've managed to bring in players like Yoey and Whitfield, Wingard, Steph Martin, so yeah. I'm looking up. Things are okay. How'd, uh, how'd
1: Chris Blurkin go? Chris Blurken, yeah, 14. Now just over 1,600. Oh, solid. pretty solid, I think. I think it said I was 11,000th okay. for the round, which I'm pretty happy with. If I can get in the top 10,000 each week from here on out, it's a good way to be. Aiming for success. Um, like I said, I either had players doing great. Like Yoey or, I um, can't even think who else I had, Pendles and Cripsy I had. Yeah, I, was huge for you. Yeah. Then then at the other end of the spectrum, I had Steph Martin. or Even Todd Goldstein was great, actually, which has yeah. sort of afforded me another week with him. Yeah, that's so I'll wait to get Gorney one more week. But um, yeah, a lot of guys were great. Some were shit, like Robbie Gray and stuff, mm. who I'll probably look to move on very soon. Yep. Um, but yeah it came out all right like like I, like you were saying came out of the buyers with a much better team. That's what you got to do. Um, yeah so like I've now got Tom Mitchell I've got now, we've got, now I've got Elliot Yo up back. My backline all of a sudden which was my huge Achilles heel yeah um, is looking as solid as any other position. Oh that's good. Um I've now got a
0: full midfield. Yeah it's nice to look at my backline. I was I'm still toying with maybe
1: getting a To another defender in this week And if I did That'll complete my back line Yeah It's nice to see Yeah Yeah for sure Like I've got Blakely up there now I've got Yo. Um, I'm thinking about bringing in Laird next week So Things looking pretty solid And this week I'm bringing in Josh Kelly So kiddy up um, Brought in Wines last week Who produced Which is I'm stoked on Because it was between him and Wingard I'm glad I made the choice to go Wines and just, I managed to find a bit of extra cash, so... Yeah, smart yeah. move. S- solid, looking solid. I'm actually happy with where I'm at. Wines could be on the cards to bring in for me, but
0: um, the aforementioned Robbie Gray, Chad Wingard, and Tom Rockley are already all in my team.
1: Yeah, one too many points. Yeah, I think so.
0: So, so I'm going to be watching their game against Carlton very, very closely. Yep. And if uh, if one of them looks... Crap, and is dominating the uh, he isn't dominating midfield time. Like if Gray is playing predominantly up forward, or vice versa with Wingard, then I reckon it's uh, chop out time.
1: Yeah, I, I'm loving what Wines has to offer at the moment. I think, like you know, he's just being explosive in his scoring. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully, like what we said last week, Paddy Ryder's back, mm. giving his midfielders enough uh, supply, and hopefully Wines he can just for me be very, very interesting to watch. Um, yeah, this week we've actually got
0: our uh, work Christmas bash or end-of-year bash oh, yeah. on uh, Thursday night. So we might be able to do our trade video. I think that kicks off could mid-Arvo. So, yeah, we'd say, we'll would we see. We'll Wednesday definitely night. aim to get another uh, trades video up. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to go... I'm definitely, after this, going to tune into the second half of uh, Colombia-Poland. Mm. At the moment, Colombia is up one nil, so it's an interesting game. We watched England... Uh, well, I watched England trounce Panama this morning. The Aussie
1: boys are still in the picture. Just as usual. They're just. always just in the picture at this point. And never get embarrassed. Always, never get embarrassed, but they always just fall at the last hour. So it will be beautiful to see them like actually come through here. Yeah. And you know what always seems to happen to Australia? We kind of get ripped off. Like, think about that Francesco Totti mm. goal on the Lucas Neal yes. penalty, which probably wasn't there. Then you had this goal review system like be re- really, really fuck us over, let's be honest. Like we'd probably tie that match, if not for it. Probably not. We were the better side, we just Yeah. It's, nah. been, it's gonna be very interesting. Us so, suppose Peru, who's like a defensive
0: type of team, if we can get the back of the net early yeah and just pepper them, then yeah, I'll uh, I'll have my confidence up. You bastard, you luckily have the day off so you'll be uh down Shannon the pub, in a match. Down in the I'll, pub uh, with Beiji. I will not be at uh, 8 o'clock, unfortunately. I'll be uh, out of school. But that's right. summertime's coming up, so there'll be uh, a lot more Sports by Fry material being uh, produced, that's for sure. Um, before we go, speaking of the World Cup, a couple of uh, birthdays. Oh, Leo Messi,
1: the uh,
0: Argentinian uh, superstar. He
1: better than Ronaldo or Ronaldo better than him? Well, I this World Cup might be changing it, I think. Yeah. I think it's Messi over Ronaldo, but they're like... This could change it. It's very
0: interesting. I honestly this think this could it's, be the uh, turning point. It's uh, yeah, one A and one B right now. It's very yeah. interesting to pick. Yep. Totally agree. I would say Messi one A. Yeah, but like this might. Flip. I'd almost say Ronaldo, but yeah, it's very tough. Anyway, he turns thirty-one today, so he's got a few
1: years on uh, Cristiano as well. Two, two or three years. Ago. No, I think Ronaldo's got him from memory. I thought it was the other way around. In all honesty, I think Messi's thirty on. And Ronaldo, yeah, Ronaldo. Well, Messi turned um, thirty-one today. I so I remember a couple years older From we no, Yeah That's yeah.
0: what I'm saying so, When are you saying That Messi's younger Ah, oh, sorry Messi's yeah. older No he's younger
1: Oh I thought you were saying That that's Messi's So I saying he's got A few years on him still Right yeah. Sorry yeah, I'm with yeah. you We've yeah, You had a fuck up Now I had a fuck up earlier, uh, earlier. It's
0: been a uh, It's been a very dreary weekend Very slow weekend So uh, a lot of rain Hasn't had us uh, At our sharpest But that's alright Yep happy birthday To Leo Messi Good And happy you, birthday To JJ Reddick As well Okay
1: um, Apart from that very, very boring batch of uh, birthdays. Those are two solid ones. Gym yeah. champion, one of the greatest shooters ever. Yep. Great collegiate athlete. Yeah. It was uh, a week ago
0: today. I can't, don't think I gave him a shout out, but it was uh, my brother's birthday. So happy birthday to Clan! Did we do a Sunday sit down last week? No, don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, just missed
1: out on it for some reason. Anyway, whatever.
0: Yeah, been slack. But yeah, like I said, uh, work's drawing up very soon. So hopefully I'll be producing a couple more vids, etc. Um, any... Under-the-radar free agents that you could see the Nuggets targeting?
1: Who do you need? You kind of need a, a bit of a ball handler, point guard, right? Probably us. We'll probably just pick up a, a veteran ball handler, Yeah, I think. Um, although I honestly think we need a ball handler less than a lot of the other and analysts think. Okay. Um, I think we've got Because you enough. play through Jokic a lot, I guess well, yeah, changes. Like changes slightly. Yeah, and that's totally right. And then they you know, say you need someone once he's off. But I think I think our offense it fits not having a point guard well. At the moment. Yeah, okay. Not that I think Mike Malone's offense is very fucking good. But anyway, let's not. <laughs> it's get not the bash out. Mike Malone pod. Yeah, yeah I'd, I'd we have plenty of them. I'd love to pick up a veteran point guard, but honestly, there's not a lot of room on this team. I already. I already know who the dude you should target is, is and
0: you won't it? be able to get him, but if you could, Tony Parker would just perfectly oh. fit your team, I reckon. Yeah,
1: you're right. There's no way we'd get him, though. But someone someone like that... Um, well, honestly, Devin Harris might be the next best option out there. Which is fucking sad, because I just, I just don't like his fit on the Nuggets. Um, so, yeah, no, I'm pretty happy with where the Nuggets are sitting. I don't think big free, free agency splashes is what we... What we need, it's just that continued yeah. internal growth.
0: I think we're in a similar boat. If we lose LeBron, I don't want to... In a perfect world, I'd love to see us just bottom out, like get rid of Clarkson and That's Hill right. and those contracts and try to get a few picks and assets back. But, you know, if we're stuck in middle ground for a while and we've got Kevin Love and Colin Sexton, it could be worse. You know, I'd much rather... Hmm. I think Kirby Altman's a smart GM, though, so I've got a bit of faith. We're in for a couple yeah. of shitty years, let's be honest. That happens any time a franchise player leaves. But yeah, we're poised to not bottom out like we did last time, I think. I so,
1: hope so. I hope so, for your sake, mate. Yes.
0: Um, thanks for tuning in. Another solid Sunday sit down. Thanks for uh, joining, JLo. And yeah, his own, mate. I'll be uh, stopping this recording very soon to do my AFL fantasy wrap up, so make sure you check that out. Free agency previews. Uh, going to be done this week as well. Big one. Yeah, that's, I'm t- tossing up a few different ideas for that, so that'll probably come out Tuesday, maybe um, tomorrow as well, so stay tuned to that, but yep, thanks for listening, um, good luck in round 15 of your AFL fantasy side, until next time, peace.